Welcome to Nerds of Square Circle. We are your host. I am Starf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's up, man? I'm really sick. I can tell. You're very nasally. I'm very nasally. I can't breathe. You sound like Britney Spears. I had a 101 fever yesterday. Jeez. Yeah. Why did you get me to come over here? Uh, my fever's down. Okay. Right now. So, everybody else in the house is sick, too. So, don't touch anything. Okay. All right. Um, this to. is a problem, because if you're listening to this on the day that um, this comes out... Which uh, I would hope so. Yeah. I don't well, know, what, how often do you think people listen to this when they've come out versus just... Uh, our download numbers are always day, like Friday, or high numbers, so... Yeah. Um, but we record this on Wednesday, so I got two days to get better before we leave to go to All In. That's okay. the only thing that, like, keeps going in all in my head. All In. We are going to All In. We are. We are All In. We are. We have not advertised that much. I'm about to make a graphic yeah. tonight, so. The, what I'm, you were telling me that you were, everybody online, you just keep seeing people constantly complaining, not complaining even necessarily, but just almost. Just bummed out that they Lamenting can't go. that they can't go. We, we, and you're kind we of have whisper, a ticket. Yeah, whispered to yourself, like, I'm going, I'm going. We're going to be on the third row. We're going to be on, are we on camera side? Too? We are on camera side. We'll how be on you, camera the How do you side. know that we're if on camera side? They shoot like Ring of Honor, which I'm assuming they are, because uh, looking at the seats, you can tell where the boom camera is going to be. Okay. Um, We're on hard camera side. Well, there we go. We better make some signs. <laughs> I'm not that. making any signs. Um, Also, we want to thank uh, Roz for being here in the last I'm episode. I'm making a sign. Good yeah, God. I'm- um, Roz for being here last yes. episode. It was really cool to um, to have a, a, a another guy on the show, especially yeah. talking about British wrestling and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Anyone with an English accent? Is it an English sure. accent? Yeah, he's English. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. from England. Well, you know, he's not like a Australian accent. No, Tony Storm has an Australian accent. She got hurt. You saw that, huh? I did. Uh, also, very, before very we move on to Tony that. Storm, uh, sorry about the audio problems in the last podcast. We're going to be working on trying to fix all those in the future when we have guests on. But uh, so bear with us. Hopefully, uh, we're back to somewhat normal this week, other than my voice. Yes, new tech, new more money, more problems. Oh uh, yeah, try to Tony do Storm. more things, and then oh, Tony Storm. I'm very upset about that. She is my dark horse to at least be in the finals of the may young classic but i mean she was literally the only person we saw there in wrestle millionaire weekend that i saw you freak out about i know and i met like you made a, me the like, entire wait new japan line. roster yeah you made me wait in line for her she was the only person we waited in line for yeah well she's worth it because you're worth it uh so yes we are leaving what was that herbal essences <sighs> i don't know uh, leaving Friday afternoon, so today, um, after we all get off of work, we're going to drive through the night to Chicago from New Orleans. Uh, we should be arriving in Chicago sometimes like 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday morning, uh, spending the day in Chicago, trying to, you know... Take in the sights and the sounds. Yeah, go eat some pizza, obviously. Uh, check into a hotel room at some time, and then we're going to go to All In, which I'm assuming is starts at... Doors open at 3, show starts at uh, 5, the pre-show mm-hmm. is from 5 to 6, On or WGN. 5 to 7, yeah. Um, and Everything it, is covering this too, like yes. Ring of Honor showing it, uh, New uh, Japan is New showing, Japan it, is showing uh, it, a couple hours after it's over. Okay. Yeah. So it's not streaming live on New Japan. Because I've been mad because I brought it's, a live stream from Fight TV. I was going to say Fight TV is doing to it watch. too. Yeah. And then New Japan announced the next day that they are live streaming it too, or streaming it a little bit after. 
But it's not live, so it's not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'm imagining that show starts at 7. How long do you think this is? Well, <laughs> well, we went to the Supercard of Honor, which this is not Ring of Honor. It's this not. is not the same. And how many matches are on the show? Like 8, 9, 10? 8 on okay. the main card. So That we that's know just, of. And that's, yeah, exactly, that we know of. So I don't know. It's hard to say. It depends on how long. It's weird because it's, it's an unprecedented event. They are going to have it be showcased on these venues and things like that. But I don't know if they're going to. I don't know. How much of anything is going to go into the booking, the pacing of the show, just because of the nature around it? You know, yeah, it's kind of going to experiment with all those thing, kinds of things. You know, or are they, is Cody sitting down and going, "It's like, well, you know, this is the ebb and flows of the matches." As which I'd like to up. think that they would do. Sure, you want the show to be good. You want. It, I always think of wrestling cards like a movie in the sense for the audience of it needs to have. You know, a killer needs to take it up a notch and then it needs to kind of slow down so you don't, you know, get too exhausted and go up and down like a roller coaster kind of thing. That you would re- want to rewatch the show from beginning to end. Even though I don't think most people even watch wrestling in general like that anymore. They pick and choose what a they match watch here, that yeah. here and there. But I'd like to think that this show, because of how big it is, it's, because, it's got this buzz around it like it's WrestleMania. You know, the idea of it being this super show. It needs to. Does it need to deliver? Like it does. I mean, because now the the hypes, it's it's ungodly. It's hit like mythic levels of oh my god, the show needs to be amazing. But that's what I'm saying is that I feel like like as someone said about like the punk thing or the Neville thing or any of the big surprises, how they don't need Jericho, to be on the possibly. show yeah. just because they already sold the tickets, so they don't need to deliver. But that's like when WrestleMania used to sell out in five minutes every November. They don't. They stagger it out on purpose now. But when it used to be uh, sellouts during the Attitude Era and things like that, they never thought, okay, well, now we don't have to make it good. The idea is that you want to have it be so crazy that you get that same kind of response the next year. And I imagine that they want to do it again. I don't know. I don't think Cody Rhodes looked at this as like, this is my new career path. This is just start doing shows. No, and he... Uh, he... He was very clear on like if this does good, we'll think about a next another one next year. But let's get through this one. But from that perspective, it is all about pride. The whole reason they did this is because he, they were basically challenged by Dave Meltzer in the sense of that the indies aren't as good as WWE, and Cody took that to heart and was like, you know, we can do it. So you know that the pressure is on them to be a good show. I just don't think I think there's the build is so huge that I don't know how it could possibly live up to it i don't know you know so like i know, a, I, know. And I, I don't know what to think it's weird because it's like this could be the greatest show ever but i feel like it could be like just, just a, a good, good show, show and that would be great too you know are you disappointed if we would just walk away it was like yeah that was it was okay it was, it was good. good you know <laughs> i mean i guess i would be just because of the build around it but i feel like I'm afraid that it's going to be an amazing show but then people are going to react like that because they expect it to be the most ridiculous thing ever. It's like when they announced Marty Skrull versus Okada. I remember people complained about it because it wasn't like this dream match. Everyone expected All In to have all these. I was like, when did that? Why did that become I don't know thing? where that came from. Yeah, you know. So I'm not. Like, we have one dream match on here. Maybe possibly two. Like, Kenny Omega and Pentagon Jr. That's a dream match. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as if you like stiff work. This will be great, and uh, I mean yeah. the athleticism. The it was just the, the, it's more of it's it's two of the top guys. 
from different companies that you never think they would be having a match with each other. Very clashing styles, Very which clashing. I really, which I really like. So, I actually dislike it when they do similar type matchups more than I like the contrast. Like I, when people got excited about the Ricochet Will Ospreay match of last couple of years, which was not. I'm not underselling it. And I mean, I guess part of that was the controversy of because people were saying that that wasn't really wrestling, that that's kind of why that became prominent. But like the stuff that Zack Sabre Jr. did with Willow Spray, personally, I liked a lot more. The idea of, because they couldn't be any more different in terms of how they wrestle. Now, this isn't going to be exactly like that, but it's that same kind of, you know, it's Lucha Libre versus, um, I mean, Kenny is a Japanese-style wrestler, even though he's not, you know, he's a gaijin, but he still wrestles that kind of style. So that I'm definitely looking forward to that match. Are we doing picks for this show? Yeah, we are going to do picks. Okay. For sure. Jesus. Uh, and How do you pick for this show? So this pick is going to be a little bit different because the, there's the story. The only storyline that we know about anything on here is either from being the Elite or the Cody channel or the NWA channel. That's yes, how I mean, well, yeah, the, the Nick Aldis Cody stuff, I've really loved. I can't believe, is it just because they put it on the all-in thing that that's what kind of sparked this renewed interest in it uh when did they start doing these vignettes on the on the youtube channel whenever uh billy corrigan brought it okay like, that was one of the first things he started doing he's like we gotta actually market this company yeah instead of not and i don't know how i don't keep up with how many views they get on it but the stuff they get a, all the all-in stuff gets a lot because i don't it's ha- all the story stuff going yeah. on there well i don't watch any of the nwa product i mean just being honest but i do keep up with their like recap shows and things like that and it's definitely more interest that I've had in that product than I can ever remember being. I mean, Wildcat was in the NWA for a little while. Everybody that kind of comes up in the indie scenes for a while, they attach themselves to the NWA because of the notoriety in it. And it just became this really kind of cliched thing that then people then pull out of it once they start. Because NWA has kind of like a very forced idea of how they want to do things, which is why I think they kind of kept getting pushed in the back because they were so traditional. So the fact that they're even involved in this at all really is really crazy. And, and that's it's, all and Billy, Billy Corgan, Corgan, yeah. So. Smash Pumpkins, if you don't know. Well, former owner of TNA. I guess that all that whole thing got settled. I remember that that was a whole. He big got pushed thing. out. Yeah, like he got brought out, yeah. and then hostile takeover. over. God, and then it looks like. I mean, Don Callis. You know, who would have thought that in 2018 the NWA and TNA would be part of a big indie? show and people would be excited in like a kind of snarky way you know even the snarkiest of fans are excited about those kinds of things i don't like to think of us as snarky fans but i you know i think we would probably fall in any wrestling podcast of a bunch of wrestling fans i guess you could argue is a snarky podcast not to insult any of our listeners but and there's a lot of unknown like we were talking about going into the show um is that part of the appeal of the show yeah i, I think, think that's is. the main draw for the show is that even if they do it again, I mean, how do you even say that? Because we have to wait until the we have to wait until the show happens, I guess. But just you know, even like the production to the set, because I remember the young boy saying that they want, didn't want this to feel like a cheap show; they wanted to have it feel like a big show. Well, they saved all their money on advertisements. That's what one of the first things they said is yeah. like, "Oh, we can have pyro now." Jesus! So <laughs> we're going to be in a building that's having pyro. But that's just so crazy that like there's so much buzz and so much talk about it, but then it's still like. I don't know what this show is supposed to... Like, I don't know what's going to happen at the show. Like, I have no idea what the feeling of this show is going to be. Like, sometimes, like, WWE will... will They put on shows all year round, and depending on how they build to the show, the interest in the storylines, you get there, and it can feel like 
no one cares or it can feel like a crazy you know atmosphere but you'll know that before you get there like like before money in the bank in chicago same same city back in 2011 when cm punk was fighting cena you knew the environment was going to be like that when he got there even though this is a similar idea of like a big show in a very hardcore wrestling uh area of chicago i don't know what it's going to be like to be in like i have no idea what the atmosphere is going to be like does that make sense yeah you know like when a takeover show comes on you kind of you kind of already foresee how the audience is going to take when people come out things like that versus a wwe show or new japan show and even though it's in chicago i still don't know what to expect as far as the atmosphere of the show and in front i i was on reddit and there there was all these chicago people there's not going to be a lot of Chicago people even there. I know. That's that's what's so weird like about it. Because like, it's not really a Chicago for, it's show. Like, it's not. It's like the buy-in rate for fly-ins and drive-ins like us is like 75% to 80%. Only 20% of it is people like from Chicago. But that's also a sign of hardcore fans really wanting to go to the show. So it's not like they're going to be less passionate no. due to that it not being not that hardcore Chicago-based crowd. So yeah, let's go. Um, let's try to start getting into our picks. Um, there's there's eight matches on the main card, and there is a battle royal for the pre-show and a tag team match for the pre-show. And I'm sure there's going to be something else that they're just not announcing yet. So we're going to do this based on what's been announced. Been announced. What is this? This is the official all-in website that you're checking this on. Like, where is this card? This is the stuff that they announced so far. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with the pre-show. It's Briscoes versus SCU. Um, SoCal Uncensored. Yeah. My wife, she's very um, understated with wrestling. She watches you know everything with me, and she usually kind of just keeps to herself. But there are very few times where she has to make it known how much she hates a wrestler. SCU? And she hates christopher daniels and kazarian she hates them like how do you hate christopher daniels unabashed like genuinely wants to leave the arena when they come out kind of like heat on wow i don't know why i think she doesn't like maybe she doesn't like his like venom singlet i don't know what it is i don't know what it was that sparked her disinterest well he's not in this match christopher daniels is a little bit later okay uh no i know yeah it's it's kazarian and uh and and the new guy of the group yes but um so I know that she would be very upset if I picked so, uh, SoCal says, but d- despite their character, that because I, I know a lot of people don't like the Briscoes because they're not portraying characters. That's that's them. It's, but all that being said, I love the Briscoes so much. So I got to go with the Briscoes. I'm gonna pick the Briscoes here too. Um, yeah, the Briscoes is a guys that I never paid attention to until I started watching Ring of Honor last year or the year before. Uh-huh. I've seen them before, didn't know anything about them. Yeah. Um, and when they started tagging with uh, Bubba Ray, yeah, that's kind of when I started paying. Yeah, attention that to was them. weird. See, it's weird. so like when when they were first getting started, and when they would work the twin thing a lot more, yeah. they looked a lot more like each other, and they would wear like matching Confederate flag outfits, yeah. which were really not great. Um, they were getting a lot of good traction, and and they're definitely one of the most storied teams in Ring of Honor. But Jay Briscoe's runs as a world champion, he's a very very solid performer like i mean he isn't flashy like mark is the more ridiculous one but jay is one of my underappreciated one of those one of those guys that will never sign with the wwe because of 
their person. I mean, they maybe never say never. Yeah, never I don't say know, never. Never say never. But it'd be crazy if they ever signed. With it would be crazy. The only other thing they show on the card for Zero Hour, which is the pre-show, uh, is the over the budget battle royal. So who is in this over the budget? So you got the guys that they they couldn't afford to pay to be on the the main the main show? roster or pay idea? at all? Possibly. They, okay. uh, these might be like a lot of. Uh, They're just doing it to like be. You want to be on the show? Okay. Well, you can come do this for free. <laughs> so. For a hot, you know, hot dog and a handshake, yeah. Hot dog and a handshake. Uh, it's got it's moose. It's an indie show, man. Come on. Uh, Billy Gunn. Pay your dues. Billy Gunn. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I take back what I just said. Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, Marco Stunt, which I don't know. Brandon Cutler. Uh, Punishment Martinez. Rocky Marrero. Uh, Ethan Page. Colt Cabana. Jordan Grace. And Moose. That's wow. all that's announced right now, and okay. apparently it's going to be other people in it. There's probably going to be at least 20 people. Uh, that's pretty standard. 15 to 20 people. 15 to 20. So. Yeah, 15. Yep. Revolution Rebels usually 15. The Is there something on the line for this match? Uh, so whoever wins this fights um, Jay Lethal for the belt. For the later. Ring of Honor title? Yeah. Okay. So I would imagine that means that it's going to be it's a Ring It's got to be a Ring of Honor guy. It yeah. doesn't have to be, though. It doesn't, because it could just be a match for the Ring of Honor belt, even if you're not. I'm going to go with Billy Gunn. You're going to go with Billy Gunn? I'm going with Billy Gunn. Because why the hell not? Like, I want to pick Hulk Cabana. Now, see, that seems like the sensible choice. They're also in Chicago. They're also in Chicago. Um, and I'm not sure if Hulk Cabana's And he's in Ring doing, of Honor. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he's doing commentary for the whole entire night. I know he is at some point or another. It's going to be somebody that's not even I just didn't. I didn't like his feud with Jay Lethal. Personally, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't... But it's, it depends on which Hulk Cabana we're going to get. Because I love... And I, you know... I, sorry for saying it. I like... The stereotypical goofy comedy wrestler, Cole Cabana. Even though I always hate on Toriano for I don't, Doing I typically don't like comedy wrestlers, but I like Cole Cabana. But he, I didn't like his trying to be serious run Ring of Honor when he kind of tried to come back as like a veteran before he transitioned more into a commentary role. So I don't Was know. Was there a reason that he went to commentary or? I don't know. I mean, Other steady. Than he's gig. not hurt or anything, right? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to expect from Cabana in this match. Is I guess what I'm saying because I haven't seen him like really wrestle as a like as an athlete performer in a while. See, for, for me, this is like I can already knock out. I think you can already knock out some Moose. He's Why not a, Moose? He's an Impact guy so? right now. So having him fight for so the saying, Ring of Honor belt so the idea might is, be weird. Well, it depends on the craziness of the show. This is what I'm exactly. saying is that do you not book someone like how meta do you get? Because I'm one of those fans where if you book a guy. To fight for the Ring of Honor title, that's wrestling for Impact. I won't invest in the match because I know there's no he's way not going to win. But does that mean that he can't win? What are the sanctioned rules of this show? There's so many different kinds of people with so many titles from so many different companies. This is one of those kinds of shows that should not be televised, and yet it's going to be on WGN America for crying out loud. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. They got approval. You tell from everybody me, because Cody said it. Cody said he got a, they got approval and then yeah. offered help from every company they asked. Of course. Of course they did. You think they got help from a certain company where a guy quit on Raw this week? I if that was my first thought. My and first I don't thought and too. I don't know but then I thought it wasn't cocky enough. It wasn't I don't know, we'll see. Kevin Steen music pops. Well, Ring of Honor. I was just thinking what a a heel move it would be to have the show that's the whole point is to go up against WWE. Have a WWE guy be on the show? Like, how much heat would you get for that? None, just because it's Kevin Owens. 
That and see, that's why me and Kevin Owens wouldn't work that way. No, he wouldn't. But you know what? But so it depends on what they would want to do with it or not. I think it would be stupid for them not to do it. It would be really dumb. But they it also goes him, against the whole point. They moved him to the alumni section on the website. Which I know, I love funny. it. Yeah. Uh, they also did that to Neville this week. Mm. So, um, so I'm picking Cole Cabana. Okay. I am going to pick Cole Cabana. That's not a bad choice. Uh, I'm imagining it's going to be. I'm imagining. Is he still the Jewish champion? I think so. The Jewish world champion, yeah. David Starr. Didn't, is David Starr on the show? No, I don't think so. David Starr's not all in. No. F- bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I'm imagining he's it's going to be somebody. Favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, don't you know? He, he was. He stood out there in WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I'm imagining whoever wins this is probably not even announced. You know, it's going to be like one of those type things. Hulk Hogan's going to come out and leg drop oh everybody. Oh my god! Yeah. Or Jericho. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger should be in it. Cher- cheeseburger is probably going to be in it. If you know, Cheeseburger is Chris Jericho's favorite wrestler. It should be. They should book Cheeseburger versus Chris Jericho. That would be great. Do you think Jericho is going to be there? I don't like to make predictions about those kinds of. We'll do that at the end of the show. Let's. Who we think is going to be? Who we think is going to be there? But, um, let's I mean, go... we can talk about. It. I don't. I just. I don't like to think about those kinds of things because it always grossly disappoints me when it's not i don't think this show is. is gonna grossly disappoint you i remember i went to night of champions a few years ago where it was the wyatt family it was braun making his in-ring debut teaming with bray and luke against dean ambrose roman reigns and a mystery partner and the rumor going to the show is that everyone was excited because daniel bryan had been gone and he hadn't officially retired yet that it was going to be daniel bryan so everyone got really excited it was daniel bryan and then they revealed that it was Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And I remember feeling like, how the hell am I disappointed that, Jericho that Chris Jericho was here? Because that's upsetting. Because I And I did that to myself because I wanted and to be Daniel And he wasn't in Bryan. that like, really stupid stage. It was right before he came back to be in Y2AJ with, yeah. um, <laughs> with AJ Styles. So, All right. So that's the, pre-car, the pre-show, the zero hour. That's the only thing that's announced so far. I'm sure there's going to be more. Uh, we might do picks live while we're there, just while the matches are going on. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, so, yeah, after that is the regular card. Let's start with Christopher Daniels and Stephen A. Mel. Stephen A. Mel. A. Mel. The Green Arrow. The Green Arrow. Not to be mixed up with the Red Arrow Neville. I really want Stu Bennett and Neville to be involved in this whole thing. And I want Cody to dress up like Stardust. That'd be amazing. The I think Cody has enough to worry about. They're yeah, trying to get right. involved no, in other yeah, matches. Right. Uh, <laughs> go out there and smile, damn it. Uh, the um, Stephen Amell. I mean, if anybody could carry him to a good match, it's going to be Christopher I Daniels. That's the first thing I thought of. It's like, man, Stephen Amell's had zero one-on-one matches. It's always been kind of like tag team stuff. But if they were going to put him in the match... This is the guy you would put him in a match with. So, I mean, this is where we get into the whole, we're we just going to book all the baby faces to win. We're yeah, going to book all the so heels to win. If this was a house is show because, somewhere. Is it because when it's not like that, when it's not story driven, which is what most big card shows work, is that the it, the winners are dictated by how the show is going to go. The heel goes over because we're continuing the feud and the baby face is going to win the next one or what have you. This show is going to be dictated by how the cards laid out. If this is the first match on the show, Stephen Amell's winning. Stephen Amell's going to win. But this if it's the, the fourth middle. match yeah. where the first three matches all the good guys won, then you know, like you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pick. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm picking Christopher <laughs> Daniels, uh, mostly because of All In and the Cody's channel and stuff like that. All his promo work and stuff like that. Do you think he's going to come out and say that Chicago is the worst city he's ever been? They in? They have to. 
because that would one be of the refreshing. SCU is oh, definitely going to do that. Man. By the way, the God, it's just I don't know how that hasn't just been banned yet. Like the idea of insulting the audience, and it always works. I do get the Vince McMahon st- standpoint of even though he allows it to happen, I don't understand his show that like it always provokes them to chant for like the sports team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's really just insulting to the people there, and you're really supposed to be playing to the people at home, and they don't care. Like, if someone's, like, you know, I remember being, like, at WrestleMania where they're, like, making fun of whatever town it's in, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't live I don't here. I don't live here. Yeah, so who cares? And now they'll do the same thing. If he says Chicago sucks, I'm not going to boo because I'm, like, in Chicago Yeah, for Chicago the does suck. You know, like, but. Who you got? So, I can't go with Daniels. I'm going with the Green Arrow, of course. My wife's sister's favorite actor. Because he's so dreamy, Stephen Amell. Apparently, the new season looks great. Oh God! According to her. So. Um. Next is well, a... he's gonna, uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be there. He's in a towel and like like a jail. Like he goes to jail, and Cody's like an inmate in there with him. Yeah, because he's been on the show before as like a imprisoned. Yeah, does he like play a, a villain? He plays a villain. I don't know who he plays. I don't watch the show. It was stupid. I'm not. I'm not really familiar with the Green Arrow lore. I just know him in association with other Justice League characters, like Black Canary. Next is a four-way women's match. Uh, All right, yeah. Madison Rain, uh, Chelsea Green, Britt Baker, Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, Tessa. What is wrong with you? I, I don't know every wrestler. My God, forget over it. But it's it. Tessa Blanchard. Um, I know, I know Chelsea Green a lot because uh-huh. her impact stuff. I think. Tessa Blanchard from Impact stuff too. Do I have to gossip about Tessa Blanchard and remind you Go who ahead. her boyfriend is? Sure. It's the North American champion, Ricochet. Oh, is it? Yeah, they've been oh, together nice. for a while. She's also the daughter of Tully Blanchard yeah, for that. crying out loud. And she's also a really great wrestler. I saw her a few times uh, when she was in New Orleans for WrestleCon. She doesn't do a lot of stuff around here typically, but she's great. Uh, I'm picking Chelsea Green. Okay. I like her the best out of all these girls. Um, That's literally the only reason. I'm going with but Tessa. But I want her to be I'm going all... with Tessa for the exact same reason. Okay, there you go. I want her, uh, Chelsea Green to come out with like the makeup now. But I actually think that Bird Bigger is probably going to win, but I'm picking Tessa Blanchard. Why do you think? I don't know, just a feeling. Okay. Just remember that as an asterisk. Do you ever do that like uh, whenever I would take Scantron tests in school, I would make my pick, but then I would mark the one that I actually... F- like, like I think it, it might have been that one. That, yeah. And then I'd go back and be like, yeah, all, this, all those were wrong. And I had it right, and I didn't go with my gut. Uh, let's go with Okada versus Marty Scroll. That's a jump. Um, I cannot believe that I'm going to get to see Kazushka Okada wrestle, and it's going to be the crazy balloon pants Kazushka Okada. Is this the first time you've ever seen him wrestle? Yeah, yeah. in person. I mean, I've watched him a lot on my little uh, television set. Obviously. <laughs> when I say that like that, it's like, yeah, with the rabbit ears and it's in black and white with the curves. My screen. favorite no, thing yeah. on Being the Elite is... Uh, Okada walking up to Marty and just saying 205 to him over and over mm-hmm. again. And then everybody <laughs> telling Marty that he's f***ed. Yeah. You know. Okada is, and I love Marty Scroll. Marty, when I first saw him, he was trying way too hard, in my opinion, to get that chicken wing thing over. So he shouted it like, I swear to God, 50 times in one match. And I'm not exaggerating. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little, so I didn't really. Look, but I mean, he's awesome, and I like, I love him now. But Okada's one of those guys where I don't think of him as a Japanese style performer. He's a much more old school. He reminds me of a like an NWA '80s wrestler, both in 
the way he paces his matches, the kinds of moves that he puts on. I always said that like he's the guy that if I created a wrestler, he's got a great like move set of just a guy I would want to play of like all of his things of the variety of the kinds of stuff. I just love the guy so much. And I'm very excited to see him. And the fact that I don't think you're going to pick him really bothers me, but I'm going with Okada. I am actually. <clears throat> Is Gato going to be with him? I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Has Gato been coming out with him, uh, even though he's been really? Oh no, no, sad? he fired Gato. He fired like, Gato. Is not coming out with him no more ever. Okay, like well, at least for now. Well, that's a bummer. So, uh, no, I'm probably picking Marty Scroll. Yeah, because everybody in the Bullet Club has to win. Not in everybody show. in the Bullet Club is going to win. I don't think. I, I'm not going with some Bullet Club members later. How long is this Bullet Club thing going to go? Forever until it stops making money. I don't understand that question. Well. <laughs> The NWO stopped, didn't stop making money. The DX didn't stop making money. Those things all stopped. Those are WWE things. Catchpoint's still going. Yeah, I don't uh, know if they've yeah. made money. Explain to me what uh, Catchpoint is. Matt Riddle was in it. Okay. TJP yeah. was in it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what Catchpoint is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I do love Evolves. Don't hate. The The point I'm saying, it's just, it's just like, how long can it... I, just I, You're not just a little bit, just a little bit tired of the bull club. I'm... Spending hundreds of dollars yeah, driving God, halfway no. across the country. But not because of the Bullet Club, because of... Re- I mean, the guys are running you, it are happen you... to be in Bullet Club, and... So you don't think there's going to be the giant attitude Bullet, of the Bullet Club? Bullet Club behind it. Oh, my God. And so you're just lying a to lot yourself, of Bullet then, Club huh? shirts. Yeah, no, I know, I guess. I'm just, I'm just saying, like... I'm going to wear a Bullet Club shirt for, like, 15 hours in a car Jesus driving, Christ, so... I'm I, not wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I'm, I'm not wanna... wearing a Bullet Club shirt there, because, I, I mean, Jesus. we're going to be... One of 10,000 people not wearing Bullet saying. Club. We're going to be the two guys not wearing black t-shirts in yeah, this whole audience. No, I'm probably still wearing a black t-shirt. This is not going to be Bullet Club. I feel Club. like we're going to get there and he's like, okay, check check your keys, your wallet. Do you have any weapons on your person? Okay, are you aware of the dress code? Yes, black jeans, black t-shirt, flat bill black cap, van sneakers, facial hair, some, for- some form of forearm tattoo, and or black rim glasses, and a sourpuss attitude. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll pick Skrull. I'm describing myself, but let's go with Jay Lethal versus whoever wins the Battle Royal. I mean, I'm picking Jay Lethal. Let's go ahead and get that out of well, the way. We don't the... even know who's going to win the Battle Royal, so this is kind of a hard pick. You can pick, you can pick, the way I've always done those kinds of things, like, is you pick the champion or you pick whoever the mystery person is. So you don't, okay, let's do that. So you don't have to write the name, the name of the guy. You can just pick the challenger. So are we going to see a title change? Because it's between this and NWA. Again, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm definitely... I think... I'm picking, my I'm money, picking Cody Cody's going to... I'm already picking Cody yeah, for that. I agree. I am so, too. So, no. I'm going to go with Lethal. The thing about Lethal, though, is that he's not... And I love Lethal. Is that I liked... I liked Dalton Castle, even though... I feel like his run was cut too short. Even though I understand why they felt that it wasn't working. But I thought the idea of taking it off him to put on Lethal felt safe and not... We've got something else coming. Which means that they're going to do, like, he feels like they're putting on Lethal before they get somebody else to, to put it on. Yeah. Which could be at this show. It's true. We don't know who's going to win that Battle Royal. We don't. We don't even know everybody's in it. Yeah. Maybe it'll be, maybe Punishment Martinez will win and Bunch, they'll make, put the belt on him and it'll be, you know. That would be fine. A actually. headline grabber or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, I but I, I'm picking Jay. So then the NWA title, let's just say that one next, which yeah. I'm very excited about this this match. I'm really excited about this match. It's got history, obviously, with Cody, uh, with mm-hmm. wrestling fans in this general, the NWA 
title was important at one time or another. But I'm just really, like, which no one is... Cody is such a reserved performer. He's very much... I mean, his entrance music used to say the, the very thing is that less is more, everybody says so, even less is way too much. He makes the most out of all of his little bits. And that's very old school. But since he's moved to the indie, he's been right. He's been traditionally wrestling indie kind of star guys. Whereas Nick Aldis is also kind of a throwback. So I'm excited to see on the biggest indie show arguably ever in front of the largest non-WWE crowd in America since WCW. And this is NWA match. I'm expecting to be like an old school style NWA kind of match. And I'm excited about that, about the contrast of that, you know? Like, you know, do you get what I'm saying? That, yeah. like, it's going to feel kind of like a, I mean, I don't want to compare people to, like, Harley. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that old kind of... I don't of... think this match is getting the buzz that it deserves. Me neither. Because, I... again, it's not going to have that kind of indie yeah. style to it. It's not going to be an indie match. And I think this match is going to probably... And I think that's really it's important. It's going to be one of the, the highlights of the night, I think. I think it's a really important that it's on the show. Like, that's why yeah. I'm excited about the show, is that this match... This show isn't going to be like... This show does not come off like Cody's going, WWE, we know better, lots of flips. I mean, we'll get to the six-man tag. But, <laughs> like, but like... And it'll have that, but that it's also... It feels like a celebration of wrestling. Does that make sense? That like, there's so much on this show. There's a women's match. is going to be a street fight match. Is going to be, you know, the six man lucha match is going to be crazy. The Kenny and Pentagon match will probably be very hard hitting. So this match is a very, what I expect to be a very kind of reserved, old school, catch as catch can, very kind of scientific chess game style of match. It might not be, but that's just what I'm expecting it to be. And if it is, I think this show will have. It'll be like a, a what's what of every style, style of wrestling, wrestling yeah. which I'm very excited about. Let's go ahead and get into the street fight. Um, Joey Janelli uh, versus Adam Hangman Page, which was announced while we're, the day we recorded this that this is a street fight. A Chicago street a fight. Ch- a Chicago street it's fight. It's very different than a New Orleans street fight. Or a Baton Rouge street fight. Or a Baton, we saw Rouge, a Baton street Rouge street fight. The New Orleans street fight, which is going to be in at the... Next Wildcat show will probably be very violent. The Baton Rouge Street fight we saw between Kevin Owens and AJ was Styles barely was barely even a wrestling <laughs> match. Yeah. So hopefully this will be more towards Triple H and Cactus Jack and less towards you know Enzo Mori versus Luke Gallows on in that I'm, pumpkin patch. This Halloween is one of the matches fight. whenever it just got announced that they were having a match against each other, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be one of those worrisome matches. Yeah. Like, that you're going to have to watch between your eyes. Whoever's listening to this that's never seen a Joey hardcore match. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Thoughts of John Moxley come to mind. Yeah. Or Dean yeah, Ambrose. Yeah, yeah. Dean um, Ambrose. Is Solomon Crow on the show? Is uh, Sammy Callahan on the show? Uh, he's at... Uh, he's going to be on the Chris Jericho cruise. He is. I think he's going to run and beat someone up with a baseball bat on the show. I don't know. I don't know. He's hot. I mean, they're probably. They, why would he not be on the show? It's weird. I just expect everybody to be on the show. I do, and like every time I look at somebody, it's like, is he there? Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess not. I don't know. And this seems like everybody independent wrestling. He's either will be there, there or they just got signed by WWE. It's one of those two. So I'm not picking Paige on this. I'm picking Joey. Okay, I'm picking Paige. Are you? Okay. Wow. Because I can't. All the Bullet Club guys got to win. Yeah. Exactly. The well. <laughs> No, I picked. I didn't pick. I'm not picking all Bullet Club guys, but the transformation of Adam Page. You didn't get to see him when he was with 
um, Jimmy Jacobs. No, but I, I have went back and kind of seen <laughs> so, him. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he wasn't as small as the boys with Don Castle, but when I think about him, he was. Yeah, he wasn't. He was that. He was just this little kind of scrawny it's guy. Well, it's just how he carried himself. It's, no, every, no, it's yeah. everything. So. He's really become, and that's a really risky thing to kind of put someone out when they're really new as that kind of a character of like. You are new, and then we'll develop you. WWE kind of tries to do that with guys all the time, and it never works. Like, Maven is the guy that comes to my mind of, Good like, God. a guy that they put him out. And then even when he got better later and tried to come up with a different character, things like that, Nobody no one care. Yeah. They always associate him with that thing. So the fact that he's really transcended all of that from his beginning days in Ring of Honor is just mind-blowing to me. So I feel like this is one of those things where I really find myself pulling for him whenever he gets these kind of... M- glimmers matches, of moments yeah. to get to stand out um let's go <laughs> the golden elite young bucks and abushi yeah. versus ray mysterio bandino and phoenix jesus ray phoenix is it ray phoenix or is it phoenix oh it's just phoenix it's not ray phoenix. those are different yeah, wrestlers. they are different wrestlers <laughs> now ray, Fe- ray phoenix is really great yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh phoenix god he's match. i can't remember the last time i saw ray mysterio wrestle this is gonna be really crazy I'm glad um, that he's on because he's supposed to be coming back with WWE, but he wanted to honor. So he wanted to do everything do that he said he was going to do. Yeah. So. So I think that's really great. This match, which a lot of people thought that he was going to have like a one-on-one match. I think the idea was that I, it was going to be like him Kenny, and Kenny. Yeah. Kenny versus Rey Mysterio. I mean, Kenny versus Pentagon is not going to be bad. It's not. This is going to be exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. I think it's weird. Have. Have they done the Young Bucks with Kota Ibushi yet? Is this the first time that that formation of the Golden Lead has happened? I don't know. Maybe. So that's going to be interesting. I, I I can't think of another time that it's just been them. It's like been a Kota Ibushi and like Chase and you know other people in the Bullet Club, but not just this Golden Elite guys. So do you think that they're going to bring up any of that kind of? Do you think there's going to be any storyline and for and as far as the Young Bucks figuring out how to work with Kota Ibushi? And vice versa. I don't know because they're so, the, it's like the the friends of Kenny Omega hanging out together without Kenny. Though. Yeah, friends. Yeah, the friends of Kenny Omega. Can you stop writing that sub narrative? Okay, wait um, till they play it out on New uh, Japan. TV. Also, Matt Jackson has the flu right now. Of course he does. So he has like a hundred and one fever or something right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so his back's gonna be hurting still. Yeah, that's what I was. The first thing yeah. I thought of is like oh, his back's getting hurt. Like in the first five minutes, and we'll never see him again. Then Flip will come out. You know, Jeez. Flip. We haven't talked about Flip. We haven't talked about uh, best friends. They're also booked for the show. We don't know where they're at. There are a lot of people announced for the show that they don't have matches for yet. Hmm. So hmm. Brian Cage is supposed to be there. Oh God. So there are people there that can interfere in these matches. I think Brian Cage will beat up Kenny Omega for stealing his Terminator Terminator thing? Sure, why not? (laughs) Um, So I'm picking Golden Elite. Yeah, I I mean... The only way I would imagine it be the other guys if it's Rey Mysterio, you know? Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that... So I don't know. I'm going with Golden Elite, too. The... It seems pretty obvious. How do you pick against Kota Ibushi... Or the Young Bucks on Young Bucks' own show. You know what? I think the Young Bucks are going to book themselves to lose. Maybe. 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 See, they are the type of guys that would do that. Are they? They have their own custom tag team championship. Do you think they care about winning or losing on their own show? I mean, I don't know. Now I'm I'm picking Rey Mysterio. I'm picking Rey Mysterio. Okay, you're going to go. All right. I've talked myself out of it. Because if they win, then Cody and the Bucks have had a conversation behind stage like, all right, I'm going over. Obviously, 
That doesn't not mean that that's yes, how that, that went. That is exactly how it went. I was there. Is that how you think all bookings go? Like Luke Hawks is like, okay, well, I'm going oh, I'm over, going over. obviously. I think that's how of Triple course. H does it. Yeah, like, then I go really over. True. Well, you've heard the story about the, the Sting Triple H match, right? Where So you've seen the match where it's very overbooked where yeah, the, the DX NWO comes out and the NWO yeah, yeah. comes out. So they had to go rehearse all of that. So they're in the ring going over all the things for the match. And Triple H mentions, and then I go over at the end. And then Scott Hall, it was the first time Scott Hall, and he like looked at the he was like, serious? Like, like, like you didn't have a lease in your contract that you were going to lease, you know? I remember like when that was voted, posted, someone like linked an article that he wrote like seven years before where they were talking about like the, la- like way back when, when Sting was in TNA, like he should sign with WWE. He was like, well, no, because he's going to have to put Triple H over at WrestleMania. That's just, oh my God. it's just, a, it's just a rule. If you come from WCW as a WCW guy, you have to get beaten by Triple H. It was a thing. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Um, and then I would imagine the main event of the night is Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. I mean, I imagine so, but it's either this or the NWA title. Yeah. So, and I would imagine it's gonna be Kenny. Well, that's the the big marquee match, but I. The only match with really any story going into it is the NWA title match. So I think it's between those two. Yeah, it is. And I think it's going to be Kenny. <laughs> it depends on if that bear is somebody. Because if the bear is somebody, it's going to be out there with Cody, right? Unless the Cody comes out during the Kenny match. Nah, I don't know. I don't, I know, don't know how to predict I don't the know. show. I don't know how to predict the show. We were kind of just rolling the dice on all these. Um, But I, I'm picking Kenny. I think this is either... This is going to be a, the other hard match to watch, probably. Um, these guys, and if you've never seen Pentagon Jr., he kind of just beats the hell out of people. He's really good, too. Lots of joint manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of turning people's it down. arms. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a very frightening guy. He. We is, saw him during WrestleMania weekend against. Uh, I've seen him uh, wrestle. Aries, I think. I've wrestled. He wrestles. The guys that wrestle. Not just in California, but go to Mexico and things like that. Like the the that do the whole, um, not cycle circuit circuit. Yeah, they they occasionally will come through Louisiana. Um, Ray Horace comes through here a lot, and he comes to New Orleans every once in a while. Um, and he's great. But is he gonna go over? Probably not. And I don't like talking. This is such a weird show because it's like I don't know how to. This that's the thing about the show, which is why it feels so. It's a it's the weirder show we ever so done. So smarky for. because there's no character, there's no story there driven story in anything. So in it's all things, it's one hundred percent us just picking who we th- would think they're gonna pick to win. There, which is, is what we do with, with everything other, yeah, anyway. It is. I mean, we don't know anything normally, but at least we have a storyline leading up to a match most of the time. Uh, but this match is purely like, oh, this is how we're gonna announce it, and they announce it at the end of a being elite episode. So um, is Chris York gonna be on the show? I think Chris Jericho is 100% there. Is Hulk Hogan going to be on the show? I think he's less likely, but I can... Is the NWO going to be on this show? I don't know what they're doing with the NWO right now. Do you think a WWE allows the NWO to be there? Because that's a, that's, a, that's a WWE product. Yeah, I know. That's why uh, you can say no. No, no no NWO. Okay. Um, Sting. No. Neville. A week ago, I would have said no. Okay. This week, yes. Two weeks ago, Cody said, I really miss Neville. I remember, yeah. But, I mean, that's also just working. It's just working, and you know, it could have just been a coincidence, like, I really miss my friend. 
but then this week he gets released. Now that doesn't mean that he can necessarily since he got released does he have no uh, non compete mm-hmm. for sixty days or ninety days or it or Enzo Amore. Uh, Cody specifically said, "There's no way in hell he'll be there." Thank God, Kevin Owens. That one again. We can go out and call. There's no way in hell this week. If they're smart, is WWE smart? It's a hundred percent going to happen. On top of that, he's friends with the Bucks. That's what I'm saying. He's really good friends with Cody, so it's a possibility. And if WWE was smart, they fired. They did fire him. They got rid of him off the of TV just so he can show up there, so they could talk about it on Raw. Without it having to be like, oh, we talk about this independent show. Oh, they're not going to talk about it. They have to talk about it. Why do they have to talk about it? They do not have to talk about They don't about have it. to talk about it, but it would be smart of them to talk about it. I don't think so. I think so. They don't even talk about They don't even talk about NXT on their they shows. Don't. <laughs> what do you mean they have to talk about it? Um, AJ Lee. <sighs> For what now? There's only one woman's match on the, that we know of. That's what I'm saying. There's only yeah, one so, woman's match announced. So I don't know. Possibly. Punk is more in doubt now for me. Because of the Cole Cabana thing. I think so. Well, especially if he wins that battle royale. Yeah, if he wins the battle royale, I don't think it's going to happen. But Well, I'd like to think that they're professionals. Yeah, 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 they are. They are. And they don't have to interact with each other at the show. This is not a Ring of Honor show. This is a Cody and Young Bucks show, even though they're both Ring of Honor guys. Yes. The CM Punk coming back to this kind of show seems like the perfect thing to do. And if he's going to be sued by Cole Cabana... He probably needs some money, <laughs> so because he's not getting another UFC purse. Um, maybe, maybe not. Do you think that the head of that business bear is going to be removed and reveal someone at this show? Yes, mostly because they done built it up. When did they debut that bear? When did Cody Rhodes debut this now. bear? Okay, because they had the business bear before. So Cody Rhodes starts working with Ring of Honor. He starts working with Ring of Honor and New Japan. Well, when he starts, he when he starts working with Ring of Honor, he has the business bear who's a big guy in a suit, yeah. where he just he's wearing a tie. But there's some guy that doesn't have to be somebody. Well, at first it was the drug not... free bear, and it ended yeah. up being nobody. But see, that's what I'm saying. Is like they haven't exactly teased that the bear is somebody. But they ha- they he's too prevalent of a storyline now. The drug free bear was like a thing that the Bucks were doing. Uh-huh. The business bear was something Cody did. So do you think Cody wouldn't do the business bear unless? It's somebody. It's got to be somebody. It might not be. It could be Jericho. It could be CM Punk. I'm thinking CM Punk. The dream scenario, and this is what I'm saying, is that if they really want to put a mark on this show as being the most, as a show to be talked about for from time, this, that they need to do that, one of those kinds of things. It doesn't have to be the business bear reveal to be somebody, but something like that. A storyline-driven thing that goes nowhere because the show does not lead to anything. Ever. So it'll be isolated to this kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, that could be a Hulk Hogan appearance. Even though Hulk Hogan has just made lots of amends with WWE or tried to. Try to. So. And he's got this whole new NWO thing that I have no idea where it's going. And I'm not actually trying to promote that I really want that to happen. I'm just saying. I just think. I that, want it to happen. I've never been in the same room as Hulk Hogan. Well, I heard I'm him say the Silver cool. Dome several times. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. That's our picks. Let us know your picks if you want to give us your picks I guess, on this. yeah. Uh, if you I mean, want to like, roll the dice that, like we the are. The thing is that, like, does it really matter who wins what, though? Like, it's like, it, 
none of these matches I'm going to be like, that's the thing is that like, are you rooting for anybody in these matches? You're just here to celebrate wrestling. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Like, to celebrate wrestling. There's certain matches that obviously want more people to win. Do you win. feel there's going to be heat in this audience? Like, do you think that people are going to no. try and work the audience of like, I think Christopher Daniels and, uh, yeah, SCU and is literally the only people on this whole entire show that's going to be able to get heat. So, so what does that say about this show though? What is the show? I don't know. We're going to experience it this weekend. We'll find so, out. Uh, we'll God. be tweeting about it and Instagramming. Uh, so, I'll basically follow all our social media over the weekend. Uh, we're also going to be shooting a mini documentary for our trip there while we're there and on the way back. Uh, that will be released sometime, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Possibly if I can edit it all. So, wishes a good trip. We're going to be drinking during the show? We are not. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. That's okay. I might have a beer. That's okay. probably the extent of my drinking. Uh, if you see us at the show, make sure you come say hello to us. Please come say hi to us, yeah. Uh, we do We do like that. It's kind of weird when we're at wrestling shows and get recognized. So, yeah. come say hello. Take a picture with us. Yeah, that'd be really nice. We will be back next Friday, back from Chicago, and we'll have a full review of All In. And our first-hand comments on the experience i guess yeah sure if we remember any of it i don't know what to what do you expect from this show give me give me like a sentence of what you like a week from now we'll be talking about the show and you're gonna go what do you my mind to? was blown okay i can't believe al roker was there this is gonna be the biggest show i've ever been to this is definitely the biggest show you've ever been to i'm just curious to see if this is gonna end up being the biggest show that i've ever been to because i saw you know WrestleMania 25 is an example of what I was trying to say is that, like, that show had a lot of bad stuff on it. It had the Divas Battle Royal that was won by Santino Morella. Awesome. Jesus. It had Kid Rock doing a medley of all of his music. It had the god-awful blunder of Triple H versus Randy Orton at the end. It had a cool moment of Ricky Steamboat wrestling Chris Jericho, but then he got beat up by Mickey Ward. I like that one. But, like... But it's remembered because of the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match, and that's one of the that's hands down one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. But as a whole, the show wasn't great. This show has the potential to be a great show, a memorable show, and a show that has matches on it that people will go, "I can't believe that match." That we were there. So it's very rare that there are shows where you can see it hitting all the boxes of rewatchability moments. All of those kinds of things. And a lot of that's because we have no idea what's going to happen. So I'm very, I'm very excited. So I'm working myself up now. We have been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. This is Sam Kiss. Uh, wish us good luck while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week. <laughs>